You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. We The People, for the people, by the people. What's up, y'all? This is Unapologetic Talk. Um, I'm Rally Rebel. I'm Don Cartier. Rudy Fraser. Yeah, this is Unapologetic Talk. <laughs> yeah, we did it fucked up and shit. We bring it back out there. We spin it in. Um, today we got our special guest host, our our, our comrade, part of our family, you know what I mean? Um, our chosen family, uh, Sony up in the spot. Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah, oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't know it did that shit. That shit's fire, bro. Oh, shit. Who did that? I didn't do that either. Sony did that shit. Sony funny as fuck. Yo, Sony, did you do that? <laughs> it was by accident, bro. It was by accident. <laughs> I didn't know it did that. Yo, we gotta learn. Yo, I gotta learn the, uh, how to do them shits on the app. I'm about to start. Yo, I'm about to start. turn it up with them shit. Yeah, <laughs> That's comedy. Yo, y'all want to just jump into uh, Sony's? Uh, get Sony um, introduction and all that out the way, and then we get into our our shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, Sony, Sony been out here for with us for a minute. I know you've been out here with me. Where, where did you? Where did you? First start coming to, I think, where, where did I make you, Sonya? Was that Stonewall or was that one of my actions? I think it was Stonewall. Stonewall, right? Yeah, it was Stonewall. All right, and, and uh, all right, so then, when, all right, so tell us about, like, tell us. All right, boom, I'm going to throw it at you. Boom, 2020 happened. George Floyd, get into it. All right, cool. Um, so I started coming out, I want to say, like, mid-2020. Not when everything, like, popped off originally, but, like, fall 2020. Like, after the summertime. Um, how did I do it? Uh, I was just getting out of work, right? There was an action at Bryant Park for Breonna Taylor, but it was led by Queen Jean and Joella. And so I was like, oh, this shit is pretty cool, whatever. I remember we walked all the way from Bryant Park to Stonewall. That was the longest fucking shit I've ever done in my fucking life. <laughs> and I was like, these people are crazy, bro. But I came out Thursday and I just kept coming out. And been out here for three years now. Well, technically four, because it's 2024. But yeah. Yeah. Damn, I, remember, I remember the, the Bryant Park. I wasn't here for that, but I do remember it was some wild shit that happened at that march. Um... That that was that was. Wait, do you remember what month that was? That was like August, September, around there. Oh, twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. What? Well, um. All right. So tell us about your uh, photography. You take some phenomenal photos. I know you shit. I know some of my greatest photos out here about you. So yeah. So like, get into that. Like, when did you you pick up your camera? Damn, I've always been into photography, like, I've done it from, like, a young age, but, like, in terms of, you know, what we do in the protest scene, I took out my camera, I want to say, like, 2021, because I was just, like, there's not enough black, like, queer photographers out there, like, obviously, we were at Stonewall, but the photographers there, no offense to anybody that's watching, was white, you feel me? And so... I was just like, nah, that's not really how, like, I feel Stonewall should have been documented. 
because everybody was there low key for just like black trauma porn, and I was like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not here for that. And so you know, started documenting, started doing all that, and then Stonewall ended, obviously, and then that's when I started pulling up to your shit. You feel me? And yeah, yeah just been taking photos ever since. Um, lately, I haven't been carrying my camera around, but you know, we on the safety team now. So we still part of the game. Yeah. And so, so what are all your roles in the community? Are roles that you try to like, or not try to successfully achieve? You know. <laughs> um, I guess right now it's just really just being a part of the safety team and like helping out the community in that aspect. I feel like safety is a part of the community that not a lot of people really get into. Um, because we're always just like we need bikers or like we need safety team members there's always like a call out for that especially when it comes to like the huge actions so i was just like there's a role for everybody you know like not everybody has to like be front line or do anything like that like some people are safety some people are cooks some people do other stuff so i think right now i'm just trying to find that role i guess but I'm fucking with safety. Safety is pretty fire. Of course, sometimes I'll bring out my camera and I'll shoot some shit for we the people, but safety is my role for right now. Um, yeah, I, I remember you used to be a frontliner, and, and I guess that was it. Uh, is, is the safety job, all right, from being in front, do you miss being a frontliner? From doing the safety thing, like, do you? Because when y'all be doing the safety, like, none of the safety people get to turn up. Like, we always got watching for no, other people turn it up. Do be turned up a little bit. Like, I turn up a little bit. Nah. <laughs> scenery out first. I, nah, Sony used to be a, a front liner, like on the on the ah, going ham. So I'm saying, like, the transition. <laughs> now you like, you know what I mean? The transition is different, but and you and you like you like doing that better though, right? Yeah, like, bro. everybody, but yeah. I feel like when I was a frontliner, the only reason why I got like in their faces and shit like that, I feel like that was because of trauma, like a trauma response, mm -hmm. low key. I was just like angry. Obviously, we all were, but I was like, nah, y'all want to push on my family, I'm gonna push back type shit. You feel me? But I feel like with safety, yeah, like what Dom's is saying, you gotta scope the scenery out, you gotta be on your P's and Q's, and then you turn up when you know that like nobody else is like in danger, type shit. Yeah. But yeah. For folks that like uh maybe just like um only go to protests every now and then, what is what is the like role of the safety team? Like what are y'all looking out for? Mainly de escalation. Um when it comes to like pigs uh, messing with us or even just like agitators um, from outside of the community or sometimes inside the community. Um, but mainly de-escalation. I feel like people think safety is just there to make sure like y'all don't get hit by cars or some shit like that. <laughs> but it's just, it's more than that. It's just like when shit is getting hectic, I feel like a lot of people go into like tunnel vision and they just see like what's in front of them and they're not really paying attention to like what's like who's next to them, what's happening around them. Like 
I remember this one time. Where were we? It was the 34th Street station, Penn Station, the bus station. We was over there, and shit popped off, whatever. And, you know, when shit pops off, we go towards the action, and everybody's all rowdy, you know, frontliners doing the frontliner shit. But then there's a pig over here doing some bullshit, pulling out a taser. There's another pig over here pulling out pepper spray, you know. I feel like not a lot of people pay attention to that. So that's where safety's main job comes in. It's just like, hey, sure, turn up, do whatever the fuck you want. But just so you know, somebody's about to come over here with some mates. Somebody's about to come over here. So just like keeping the discipline in the group, because, you know, we just got to make sure everybody's aligned and everybody's moving as one. Yeah, definitely. And that's why safety is so crucial to like the movement, because when we think about protesting, everyone thinks about people screaming on the streets and stuff. And they, when they hear abolition, they mostly think of anarchy, which is like lawlessness or, you know, no type of um, organization. But we do, we do have that. We do think about um, getting into these high intense situations and how it can affect people's like trauma responses. So like having someone to be there to be like, autonomy is great, but be safe, you know? Like, and don't hurt or jeopardize the group safety because, every, like, all protests, they have a mission. Or at least all of our protests, you know, we have a mission and we want to get that goal accomplished, whether it's, like, education or spreading information or liberating ourselves and turning up. So, yeah, very crucial. Um, I wanted to ask you about the, all right, like, the, 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 um, the trauma porn, the, the people that take trauma porn. Um... How do you, how do you feel? How do you, how do you, it's, it's those people, those, those photographers are still out here, but how do you feel about those type of photographers? Because it seems like that's all they out here for. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's one thing I can say about you. I've never seen like, no, um, those type of pictures from you. You always took like great pictures of people just, um, you know what I mean? Um, in, in, in great moments. Um, there's never been no, uh, you know, some of those photos are cool, but when when you got photographers that just take only those type of photos, you got to like judge their character of like, boom, what are you out here for? And that's what, um, uh, like, like photos of people getting snatched up by cops or people like, you know what I mean? Um, it yeah, some, it's some, some crazy photos. And like I said, some of them are, are like cool when we're not getting like, fucked up but some of them are like man come on man and it's like when you when you that's all you produce is like i think that's that's bad so i don't want to give you your flowers on at least being one of those type of people that did like change the aspect of that you know what i mean Thank um you. and of uh producing like like beautiful photos over and over again without having it to be you know what i mean with all that you know what i mean people getting fucked up or, or shit that you would look back on and then just be like ah like you know what I mean? Never relive that type of shit again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and these photos, uh, these photos make it to magazines and shit. You don't never know how how these people feel when they take these photos and they get out. You know what I mean? And you got to keep seeing them again, seeing them again. And some of these shits are going to be in history when people look back on this time. You know what I mean? These photos are recycling. You got to look back on that shit like, damn. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I, I just like it. When it comes to that, yeah, I feel like from a photographer's point of view, obviously 
I didn't want to document that because I was also tired of seeing that. Like every time I open Instagram, it was like another photo of one of our comrades getting like beat up. You feel me? And I was like, we already have to see that in the streets. There's no reason why we have to open our phones and see that constantly, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it got to a point where everybody was kind of tired of it. And I remember I used to do this group called the People's Healer. And I remember we had a, not an accountability meeting, but just like a meeting about like, how can we address certain photographers in the community about like the things that they post? Because I'm like, y'all are just out here so that you could get like, I don't know, a job at the New York Times or some shit. Like, y'all yeah. aren't really like out here for the people like y'all are out here for profit and i'm like people have to document people have to take photos do what you got to do but don't do it at our expense you know yeah. it's just like y'all are taking these photos and then you're going off and you're doing other stuff but you're not putting anything back into the community and i think that's really where i had an issue with it i was like you like there was a photo the jordan nearly action when jordan got beat up pretty bad that mm. photo was going around for a minute mm. it was yeah. going around for at least like a week or so and i was just like why would y'all post that like she doesn't want to see that we don't want to see that like but y'all went and plastered it literally everywhere and it's just like that's not beneficial for anybody yeah, see, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like when that happened, right? That's what got me into that. That you know, what I mean, that little scuffle I got into, seeing that. You know, what I mean, just my um, uh, because as soon as I got got to the to the action, I got that was only there five minutes, and somebody was like, boom, running over there with like the video of of, of George get, getting slammed on the face, and um, I just like you know, what I mean, I didn't see when when Jordan lifted the head up, I just saw the uh saw their face at the ground and I saw the blood shoot out. You know what I mean? Like on video, I saw the blood like boom and I seen the blood shoot out like that way. And I like turned my head, you know what I mean? I started to cry like, whoa, and I like pushed the camera down. And then like, you know what I mean? Uh, that motherfucker came over there talking shit and I just like took it out on his ass. But I get, uh, boom, I never seen the joint. I get out of jail. As soon as I give him my phone, I started scrolling the gram. First, like five posts, like boom, is on there, bloody. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? That is, like, damn, I don't even want to see this shit. Like, it's crazy, bro. And that's why I'm like, damn, these are. And when they, when they, when shit is going down and you're getting rested or you're getting fucked up, they be right there, like they, like boom, and their face be stone cold. Like I'm getting the best, like a professional. I'm getting the best shot. Like they the ones hitting you in your face. You know what I mean? They be sitting there, like, uh, 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 trying to get every goddamn angle and shit. You know what I mean? I, I was, like I said, like. Yeah, they get paid off these shits and shit like that. And I can see it like they took some of that money and gave it back to the people that they're making. Like, you know what I mean? They're getting these photos off, but they just move on like it's nothing. And these these people, you don't see them at good moments. You don't see them like like we the people. You don't see them when, when it's really like doing good stuff for the people. They don't even want to see like the turn up type shit. And they look like they're out here for us because they only post pictures of us doing this shit. But it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. So shouts out to you for being one of those people. Yeah, Sony. <laughs> Appreciate it, bro. Yeah. Um what y'all y'all ready? Y'all ready to get into some events? Are there anything you wanna you wanna talk about, Sony? Before we get into these events? 
Are you gonna tell the people? No, not really, bro. Yeah. Uh, you know, support we the people, of course. Been out here for years, so you know, just keep showing up. Yeah, that's why um, Sony is, uh, has been um, with we the people since the beginning. One of our original members. That's fire too. Yeah, so it's been yeah since we started on that on that corner. Let me go um, on We The People's uh, highlighted stories and see Sony out there getting busy. You know what I mean? So that's fire, yo. And yeah, I think uh, the first, uh, um, I think those uh, first couple of uh, the photos we used to have, we don't, we don't, we didn't post them like that no more. We used to post photos on on the We The People page, but um, yeah, I think uh, some of those are yours. But yeah, fire. Yeah, I want, I want to ask about that really quickly because talking about photographs, um, I just dropped in the chat and Sean pulled up on his screen there was um some comrades i had were like critiquing uh this photo that is a photo taken at tompkins um of a, a white group that was given out um resources to the migrants there but the way the photo is captured is on some like white savior um a bunch of black people crowding around a white person with their hands out um kind yeah. of fighting showing them like kind of fighting for scraps and so they were kind of like the critique was basically let me see if i read it um i do not agree with posting images that blatantly showcase white saverism um it's biased it's ugly and damaging to our communities um and so yeah just kind of want to get kind of your like live take a reaction on like this kind of photo and like how you think about when you capture, because it is it's very sensitive. There's some people who don't want their photos taken, all these kinds of things. When you take, like, photos at, at We The People, how are you thinking about what you show? I think when it comes to taking photos, yeah, obviously a lot of people are <laughs> against having their photos taken, you know? Like, especially at the beginning, they would see the camera, and they thought that we were only out, you feel me, to, like, <laughs> post that we were outside giving people stuff, you know? So I feel like when it came to taking photos specifically for We The People, I tried to focus on the volunteers more than like photographing yeah, stuff like this, like people reaching their hands out and stuff. And just like, sometimes I would take a photo of them, like handing them a plate, but it's mainly just about like the community members. So something like this, I don't think I would have taken, at least I hope. <laughs> I would never take a photo like this. Um, yeah, cause that, look, that looks crazy. I'm not gonna hold you. Um, cause it's just like, they're already, you know, down on their luck. Like they already have to deal with the systems that we have to deal with. They're dealing with it even worse. And it's just like, you just capture them. Basically it looks like they're begging and it's just like- Yeah, well, it's, that's what I'm talking wants... begging. Like it's the whole image of that shit. Um, and that's the difference to other, other people that do take photos of with the people. At least y'all, they, they get the interactions and the, um, the laugh and the enjoyful parts. Uh, people dance and the people like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. The community, you get the community. That's what you get. That's the difference, the community part. You know what I mean? Um, that's the, this, shit like this is why I seen the, um, the white woman come to Thompson's and just drop drop the box and watch everybody go crazy to the point they was about to start fighting. And some, um, it was a Spanish guy that, you know, um, he, he broke it up, but then he looked at, looked at her and started telling her like, you can't just do drop shit like that. But you know what I mean? For, um, 
Like they did, give give it to them, man. Give it to them. Give it to them. Hand it to them. Talk to them, man. We we went we went to Thompson yesterday. Yeah. Stonewall. Stonewall was right. And gave out uh sixty bags. How much? Over sixty bags. bags Yeah. And like care packages and menstrual like packs as well. And we hand gave everybody what they needed. Also, the care package was full with everything, so everybody got something. You know, we had toiletries, we had water, we had snacks, and um. A whole bunch of other stuff. We had gloves, we had hats. And we really asked people what they needed. Like, hey, do you need gloves or hats? Because we have that, you know? Do you need snacks? Do you need hygiene products? Like, what is your need? And we met it. So, you know, there's a difference between doing that and yeah. charity work. Like, this would, this looks like in this picture. Yeah, you like, don't talk to your charity. Might save your charity work, too. Yeah, that's the difference. And, um, as we, as, as, as we go there, they're already starting to um, uh, build community with us and recognize who we are. Um, um, some, 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 some of the migrants are coming from Thompson Square. Um, two weeks in a row, we had people from Thompson's come over to our Thursday distro in Bed-Stuy, you know what I mean? Um, and as we continue to go over there, they're going to, you know what I mean, see how we, we get down and, and, and Already know, boom! All right, they come. We got to line them like this. We have to, you know what I mean? Um, and and, and uh, they're all they're all friendly laughing. I don't know if y'all y'all seen the videos, but like you know, we play music. They be out there dancing and laughing and talking and everything like that. So this shit like that, yeah, this shit like this, be like a bad image. It's all it's all about how you treat people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what I said. Like you you got to build community with them. Don't just ah, that's charity right there. You know what I mean? That's 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 the difference between mutual aid and charity. Yo. So yeah. Damn, man. Yo, take that picture off the screen. Right. <laughs> I don't see that no more. <laughs> um, all right, yo. So you, you, got, you got anything you want to get into? You want to jump my shit? You want to really jump in his shit? How y'all want to swing it, man? We got some. Right, jump into your shit. You jump my shit? You jump my shit? All right, let's get my shit. All right, um... Oh, that's good news for everybody. We, uh, I don't know, but was the last episode or the episode before last? He's talking about the how many stops at, um, and Eric Adams vetoed that bill. Um, what day was that? I think it was Wednesday. On oh, Tuesday, or Wednesday, the um city council had to go in there and uh, they to override the bill, and they they were successfully overriding the bill. And I was actually in attendance. Um. Uh, yeah, I wanted to see this. Uh, to me, that's that was a, a great win for us. And this is this is like stuff like stuff that I said like yeah, I go out and protest stuff like that. But I also will step into that. You know what I mean? Into those city halls and stuff for for certain stuff that I feel we need to be applied pressure on to make sure you know what I mean it gets passed for our safety. And uh, this bill, the How Many Stop Act, uh, I already told y'all it makes the cop um, do do work. On, on every time he stops you, you know what I mean. They have to they have to record every time they stop you. So all these level one incidents, because a level one incident can quickly get you a day in bookings. A level one incident can get you sent to Rikers. You know what I mean? If you, you know what I mean? A level one incident can is quickly escalate to everything else, and that's what they. Um, anytime you talk to a cop, it can escalate to you going to jail. I know that for a fact because every time I talk to him, it's a shit. Not I tell him I'm going to jail. Like, you know what I mean? Fifty fifty chance. <laughs> Back then, but I'm 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 a free man now, so I mean, like I I do my shit the right way. But 
I'm just saying, like, uh, when black people, you know, interact with these cops, it doesn't matter. We see our kids on social media getting harassed by these cops all the time. They hop out the car. Hey, where you going and shit? To the point our kids um, are used to them even, like, joking, here they come. Like, you know what I mean? They even start saying, here come the, here come the dickheads. And they're used to getting harassed by these cops. So now, from here on out, when these when these people get harassed by these cops, they are to be recorded. They can actually go to the police station. Ah, this motherfucker did this. Shit. But it's level one shit that before they wasn't recording, you know what I mean? So anytime, like I said, a cop say anything to you where it's getting there, make sure you got that camera on. And they saying now... Um, and make sure you get that footage. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other thing, the other big win, part of that bill was uh, the solitary confinement. You know what I mean? They, they're taking that out of um, out of Rikers for Separate people that... It's a separate bill, but that's yeah. a separate bill. Oh, that's part of it. They voted on that shit too, Sean. No, I know it's a separate bill, though. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, separate. yeah, yeah, it is a separate bill, but yeah, 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 I mean, I'm saying, yeah, all right, so this, these are the bills that vetoed, um, that that Eric Adams vetoed. He vetoed, uh, the, the, the how many stops that and and for solitary confinement, you know, what I mean, um, to, to be still be in place, uh. Well, all that shit got overwritten, and now that when you're in, you know, Rikers, you know, the solitary confinement that that's 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 gone, and it should always, I mean, been going. I, I feel like yeah, if you get into a fight or something like that, maybe it should be a penalty for fighting or some shit like that. But these are what people got to understand is the people in Rikers are awaiting trial. Nobody in Rikers is sentenced. Nobody gets sentenced to Rikers. These are people awaiting trial. When you're awaiting trial, you can be found guilty or not guilty. Therefore, you can still be, you still be innocent. So you could be in your, in Rikers and Rikers people are killing themselves. You know what I mean? They're going through all types of shit, mentally, um, all types of shit up in there to the point they're killing themselves. I've never seen this many people uh, out of all the states I've lived in, um, I've never seen somebody in Jersey like kill themselves, and, and I've been here every year. Somebody's killed themselves, many multiple, multiple. You know what I mean? Um, deaths in Riker of people killing themselves, of, of people getting killed in Rikers. Um, and like I said, you're waiting trial. You're waiting trial, and the fact that you can go in there and they can sentence you to sixty, uh, you know what I mean? Six six months in solitary confinement, three months in solitary confinement a month. That you you'll go crazy, you go crazy. People go crazy just being in the cell with two people. Imagine being in the cell for months by your goddamn self while you wait in trial. Imagine if you go, you know what I mean? You're in, you get in there, and when you get in jail, you're in there with a bunch of knuckleheads. You're in there with a whole bunch of, you know what I mean? Um, people that don't want to be there, that that that's going through all types of that, just can't wait. Everybody's, you know what I mean? Everybody's uh, anxiety is up. Everybody's, uh, you know, um. Everything is up. Tempers. Everything is up. Everything is up in there. Everything is up. And you could easily bump into somebody and that's having a bad day or, or just like that. Everybody's having a bad day. You're in jail, goddammit. And it, this is probably like one of the worst jails I've ever seen for people to be killing themselves, bro. Like there's some other shit going on in there. And this is, uh, I think, like them taking away solitary confinement is like one of the, um, they need to get rid of Rikers altogether. But this is like a good step. Um, for for people in there, you know what I mean. Um, I, I know a comrade that that had to do uh 
six months in, in fucking solitary confinement. And uh, he, he's not, you know what I mean? He's not, and he'll tell you he's not always there. And he'll tell you it's from that shit, you know? Um, so I think that's good. Uh, and he's not, and that, that, that person, that person, he's out here. He, he ain't never did no prison time or nothing like that. That's a person that was sitting in Rikers awaiting trial and got into some shit and they stuck him in solitary confinement. All right. Um, yeah. All right. So look, yeah, but I was in attendance and, um, I told y'all it was pull up season <laughs> for y'all that don't know, yo, uh, um, I've been out here and I'm tired of like being doxxed by some of these people. So yeah, I run down on some of these people that's out here. Um, I'm tired of being, uh, when we out here protesting, I get tired of, of, of white man bothering us. This guy right here is, is uh, either used to be on city council or, or, or was part of city council, but I just want y'all to listen because this shit is funny as hell. I want y'all to listen to the dude that's recording it because this guy right here, this is his personal, you know, um, photographer that comes in here and records him when he does stupid shit. You know what I mean? So he pulls up to the, um, they had a rally before the uh, city council went in there and voted and Jumani Williams and everybody was outside. You could probably see clippings of this on, on channel two. If you look up the rally for, um, how to, how many acts, but while they were talking, this guy, he knows all of them personally or whatever. I don't, I don't know what his, what his role is, but he comes up and he's just like, while they're talking, he's calling them a bunch of cop haters and, and just yelling shit. But he keeps, um, he's walking around the whole shit. <laughs> but every time he comes behind me, I, I run up on him, you know what I mean? And make him like get away from me. But I want y'all to listen to the guy that's recording it, right? You hate New York. You hate New York. That's what it is. Yeah, you know, I don't want to say nothing. Go, yo, bro, go, go around. Oh, no, don't stop it. Don't stop it. Play it. <laughs> yo, go around. Go around. Nah, nah. Come on. Go around. Come on. Yo, bro. Come around, cuz. Yeah. Go around. He's, he's dangerous, bro. Come on. Come around. I need you to come around. He's, he's dangerous as fuck. He's like dangerous, bro. He's, he's dangerous, bro. I'm, t I'm dead ass. He don't care, bro. He does not. He's not like everybody else, bro. I know the guy. He does not. Chris, Chris, Chris. Put the cameras down. Put the cameras down. Put the cameras down. All right, look. Please, please. So, look. Before that shit, right, before we before we ran to the I ran to that same guy, the guy named Chris that's recording this shit, and I had to tell him the same thing, put the camera down because he keeps doxing me, man. And um if y'all look to the side, that's another comrade right there. Um uh, um that's a comrade that be out here. Uh after I ran into him and told him like stop doxing me and I put some pressure on him, he he um that's him in the background narrating, telling the dude, telling this guy that hired him to come out there and record him to, you know what I mean, to get away from them and shit like that. But he can't dox me no more, so he immediately went after the comrade right there that you see in the background. So now he's, like, currently doxing up. But this is, like, this is like some of the shit that we go through, you know what I mean, um, with this activist shit, man, people doxing us, um, these it's certain photographers, certain cameramen and shit like that. So, again, we applaud Sony for being one of the great ones, yeah. But um, I just... I don't know. I'm just getting tired of people and, and I just want people to let this know. This is an example. I will run up on you if you dox me, yo. That's how it's going. I'm pulling up season. I'm always outside. I'm at every action. I'm going to an action today. Um, for the Palestinians, I think 
they got uh I think it would say the IDF two IDF soldiers that go to Columbia. Um was it was it skunk spray? They skunk yeah. spray two two Palestinian protesters. So yeah, um it's an action for that. I'll be going to that. But this is where you guys, when you dox people, you got to be ready for when you run into them. <laughs> and so if you dox me, I'll let y'all know that I will run into you. Um, and I don't forget faces. I don't forget names. Uh, back to this, how many stops at? After the bill got passed, it got um, they overwritten the bill. It was successful. Um, the city council, they rejoiced. You know what I mean? Um, they rejoiced it on the inside. They, they, were, they were happy and clapping and dancing on the outside. Uh, that's a major blow to Eric Adams. You know what I mean? You see the city, the city, all the city officials against him. I think it was uh, out of 50 votes. I think it was like, what was it? 40, 41, 41 voted to override the mayor and nine of them um, continued to, uh, you know what I mean? Ride the side. But this is, um, I wanted y'all to take a look at this. This is what was said. This is, by the chief of patrol, this was what was said after, you know what I mean, the bill got overwritten. The bill actually goes into place in July. In July, like, this will take effect. But I say get on their asses now. Still make sure they had a camera on. But um, this was said by John Shell. I want y'all to listen to this man. Play that. Despite a big push by the mayor and the NYPD to kill the controversial bill, the council voted 42 to 9 to override the veto. And joining us now is NYPD Chief of Patrol John Shell with his reaction to this vote. Thanks so much for being here tonight. It's been great to be here. Okay, so you have the mayor so opposed to this, but the city council, a lot of support to veto it. Is that, is that surprising to you? No, look, look we, we've always supported aspects of this, but the spirit of this bill. Mm -hmm. The mayor has long stood for um, public safety and transparency. But the level one, we don't agree with. Because hmm. the level one, it's not a stop. It's an inquiry as to what's going on. It has nothing to do with suspicion or accusatory. So for us now, let's put it in perspective. Last year, we handled 8.5 million calls for service. Mm -hmm. Assuming that's one person, that's 8.5 million reports we have to do on our phone, on an wow. app. That takes time. Oh. And now to go out, a missing person. All right. Uh, I just want to say this, right? I told y'all when it's not, it's not all this on the app. Press a button on your thing; they record. If they gotta do whatever they gotta do on the app, they can do that at the end of the shift or whatever. After you, boom. You know what I mean? You record. That's all you gotta do is press. They're making all this other bullshit before they they talk about this app. Before they app and before they got overwritten, they were saying they had to write it down. Cops ain't wrote down shit in a while. We ain't seen cops pull out a, a fucking notepad and write down shit. What happened? We, have, we ain't seen that in a minute. They got this goddamn, like you know what I mean? If that's the case, then everybody been running around doing these protests with goddamn notepads instead of just pressing that button on their badge. I mean, on, on their thing. And I told y'all that that button is one second. It's one second. So all this shit right here is bullshit. It's just that they don't want these level one acts is where people get fucked up at. You get you get fucked up at any level, but the, these the, the higher levels like level two, level three, we definitely got something on you. These level ones, they're not sure about, and these are where they could just hey, where you going? Where you going? These are these are these are the shits where somebody I'm just walking to the store and running to somebody, and boom, before you know you're in the county. So, I mean, you're, you're in jail. You know what I mean? These this that's what happened with these level one shits. These level twos and level threes, people be already. You know what I mean? These are like shit that people call on them. Uh, boom! Oh, I got this going on. I got you know what I mean? Where they actually call to the spot. You dig what I'm saying? Or a crime actually happened. These level ones are the shit where you just regularly walk in the street and you could just, you know what I mean? Get into it with a cop, you're going to jail. 
So that's the difference. Um, yeah, go ahead and continue to play it. Well, jobs like that, that take to talk to people, it's going to hinder our relationship with the public because cops are not sure, should I talk, should I not talk? And the other night we went out with the city council. I'm sure you saw it on Saturday. We went out, yeah. we took them throughout the city, and they were very inquisitive. They asked a lot of questions. So now it's a bill. It doesn't go into effect until July. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can sit down and find some nuances, what we can do, what we can't do. And like I said this morning, find that sweet spot that works for transparency and safety for all. Right. Yeah, I mean, the proponents, the whole point of the yeah, wondering What we can do, they, they're looking for ways that they could just to fucking beat around the bush. Beat around the bush. And we're doing. talking about safety. We're talking about them pressing a button anytime they interact with the public. And they're looking for ways to get around that shit. And this is what people got to pay attention to. And the other thing is, this is the chief of patrol. The chief of patrol is a murderer. The chief of patrol is a murderer. They got a murderer up here that has never been convicted. He was, he was, um, they, they paid the, they paid Ortanzo Bovill's mother two point, um, I think five million, two point five million. That's because they were in the wrong. They were in the wrong. Um, Ortanzo Bovill's mother has never, all she says she wants is apology and for him to take accountability. She wants to know why he keeps rising up the ranks. And now he's the chief of patrol. He's the one that we always see on TV talking about the NYPD. He's the one who who set the rules and parameters. He's the Eric Adams right hand man. And uh, this is the other bullshit. He's 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 on TV, clearly talking about how he's looking for the sweet spots, how to get around this shit, how to get around this shit. And what they're about to talk about now. Go ahead, go ahead, play that too. This bill was for more transparency in the NYPD. So are there any parts of the bill that you agree with or maybe when well, you talk about that sweet spot? The level two stop. Now, a level mm -hmm. two is not to go too deep into it. That's when I walk up to someone's street and I, I, I accuse you. What are you doing? What are you doing here? That mm -hmm. is accusatory. And we agree with the level two. The level one is not. And this is going to be really cumbersome on the paperwork. I mean, look at the paperwork we got to fill out every day yeah. right here in front of us. And, and now you're adding on top of that response time. Community relations. There's an overtime concern. Do your it's work. Just, it just. Monty Williams said that's police work. Do your work. That's it. Just do your job. Go ahead, play that. Oh, hopefully we can work through that. Yeah. How much time do you think that this extra paperwork is really going to take? Well, the app's not built yet, so I'm hearing things about drop-down menus, but the app isn't built. Hmm. And then we have to fill out a synopsis on top of that, and on top of everything else, transparency and accuracy. Mm -hmm. We have to guess your age sex and race so i don't know what the transparency and accuracy comes in with that we have to guess and mm -hmm. the app isn't built yet so we'll, have, we'll see well we know the city moves very slow but unless it comes to congestion pricing move very fast with that i want to ask you about city council member yusuf salam who had that stop that would have been a level two stop i'm assuming um being pulled over because of the tinted windows people are saying we need this bill because of that stop does that make sense to you see, that's the problem right there this was a level four stop mm. so let's walk through it one of our officers sees heavily tinted windows that's a level four against the car, right? Violation. Look what he does. His tactics are great. He stops, he cuts the car in half. He asks him to roll down the window. He says, please, because in 2007, Russell Timoshenko got killed through tinted windows. They have an interaction. He introduces himself to the councilman. The councilman nicely introduces back. And he says, hey, are you working? He sees the family. Mm -hmm. He says, okay, have a nice night. You know, that officer, if I'm a Harlem resident, I want that cop working in my precinct. And he showed discretion, something that we preach in the police department. Not everyone's a criminal. Not everyone gets a summons. Use your discretion. Great interaction between the both of them. And uh, what was said, what wasn't said, 
Hopefully they can get in a room one day and just walk it through because we've got so much to do in the city. Yeah, you guys certainly do, and you have your hands full nonstop. So hopefully this app works well for you guys, and it works with no kinks in it, but we'll see how that goes. We'll, we'll see. I'm pretty All sure, right. didn't the NYPD request an apology from Yusuf? Like, after, oh, yeah. that, after that interaction, like, we going to... He's like, hopefully one day they can sit in a room and talk about how they traumatized yeah. him from this police stop. Like, he wasn't already traumatized from the NYPD years ago. Like... No, 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 no. What Dobbs is talking about is correct. Eric Adams said that that Yusuf owes the NYPD an apology, bro. And that's crazy. Y'all just have to look that up. Yo. We see that shit yesterday. But, um... It's like, really? This is... All right. They said they handled it with discretion. So are we supposed to tell... NYPD officers now move with discretion. You don't have to give out that summons or ticket or arrest. Yeah. As you were told, you can pick and choose when to show favoritism, especially toward a political official. Yeah. Because that's what was demonstrated in that video. That's all I saw. He, um, Yusuf, Yusuf, during his vote, um, during, during the votes, the, um, all the, all the city council had to say was I, you know what I mean? Um, when they got to Yusuf, he, you know, he said that if this bill was in play when he got, you know, framed for the Central Park Five and he didn't finish it since he started crying. And then, you know, he said, I, and he passed it over and everybody else voted. And then they got overridden and he was still crying. You know what I mean? He was crying the whole after he, you know what I mean? He thought about it. He, before he could even say, I, he just started crying. You know what I mean? Just thinking about, cause he did, you know, what did he do? Eight years? How many years he do for that? How many how many years he do for this Central Park Five? Don't know. Nobody know. Sure. I think he got out in his twenties though. Uh, he was he locked up at like fifteen, sixteen. Seven years. Is it seven? Mm-hmm. But this, and this is what I'm saying. This is uh the NYPD framed him, and he go to joint, and then now he's on the city council. And the only reason, yeah, they pulled him over. And but the only reason why they, that cop walked away and didn't do anything is because, yeah, he recognized he was a city official. He recognized, that, boom, who he was, and so he had to get the hell out of there. But um, this is this is as, as he's a city city official. His his they they pulled him over for tinted windows. His his car is from Georgia. They say he's still registered in Georgia. Still has his Georgia plates, whatever. And he got the tinted windows, so he's allowed to have the tinted windows of where he's from, um, where where his, where his car is from. Uh, either way, man, this is this is why he. You know what I mean? This is this is why he in the position he's in now. This is uh, it, like like he said, like if this bill was in place back then. When when they had to do all that interaction uh, with all with, you know what I mean when when they, when they framed him if, if stuff was being recorded right back then everything you know what I mean maybe he wouldn't have to be, do his time so he thought about that thought about the time he lost uh, for the system the system fucking us and and this is not to shit on cops this is for transparency what's so wrong with just having transparency so that's where um and documentation proof of you and your like duty as officer yeah yeah uh and i'll take it a step further and say that like the uh like you pointed out they're already trying to use the software as an excuse as why this will be difficult but the software will do will only help because 
if you'd have had to write all this information down, then that would have been the longest way. And there's really no, I mean, there's probably like some way that people can like insert AI to like try to like pull some information from like a video or something to like fill out stuff. But like, even without going that far, and it's just like a simple little database, the real issue that he has is like clearly with the collection of the data to begin with. And uh, the the reason for this act is for, because the, like we've talked about on the show before with Edmund, Edmund Raymond, um, how the police say that they stopped, stop and frisk. Like the point of this is so that you have to now prove that you stop, stop and frisk. Um, and so, yeah, there was always, and we've had conversations with cops in person where they say like, no, we do not discriminate. We do not police based on color. We do not police based on race and location. Uh, and now that they have, they, but they can always, there's always plausible deniability with that because they don't collect the information when they do these stops. Um, and now they'll have to put all that in the database and their pushback isn't too much paperwork. Their pushback is not wanting, is clearly not wanting to like be exposed for lying about that for so many years. Mm-hmm. So now you only have two options. Now you either have to change what you are doing or get exposed. Like they, they could actually look at this as an opportunity to like full stop, stop what they've been doing, but they obviously want to keep discriminating mm-hmm. in the way that they search for people. Exactly. That's just crazy, man. It's fucking wild. That's a big one for us, though. That's a big one. Um, they, they, I just seen, I seen, all right, so I seen yesterday um, somebody in the Republican Party that, that might be running up against Eric Adams is joining force with Eric Adams to figure out how they can override this shit. And they're calling on the help of uh, the governor. <laughs> they're trying to figure out how to get rid of this. You know what I mean? It got overwritten. So now they're trying to figure out how to override the city council and get this bill, get something done with this bill. But we'll see where that works, where that goes at. But it's, it's, um, that's just an interesting story to see that, you know what I mean? And they, uh, they said one, it's, it's a rival of his, but now they're joining forces to figure out how to get rid of this bill. Yeah. The Democrats and Republicans start looking a lot similar. I mean, more and more like Joe Biden's response to the to the migrant crisis is like shutting down the border, which is like a whole Republican talking point. So not surprised. Don't come. Like what the fuck? <laughs> you want to slide it to your shit, Rudy? Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, all right, so my topic is uh, on Wednesday, Thursday, on January 31st, um, there was a Senate hearing for social media executives uh, of five companies, uh, TikTok, Twitter, slash X, um, Discord, which is like a less of a social media app and more of like a, a communications app, um, but they're up there. Snapchat. Um, and did I already say Facebook slash Meta? I don't think I did. Um, yeah, so Meta, Snapchat, X, TikTok, Discord, they were up there. And it was supposed to be about child online safety. So one of the things people actually celebrated Eric Adams for recently was that he declared social media addiction like a public health crisis. Um, a broke clock is right twice a day type thing. Um, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, they're basically saying that like these social media executives for years have had lobbyists and, um, 
have resisted any type of regulation around children's safety. And it's led to kids like getting bullied, getting bullied online and like killing themselves, um, being exposed to like predators and like sextortion schemes and stuff like that, which at a face value, I think universally people would all like celebrate. But this was super high profile. There was a bunch of camera people in the room. There was a crowd of, there was a whole audience of like parents whose children have died as a result of they uh, attributed to social media and all these different things. Um, and so there was a very, it was a political spectacle. Um, but again, like when you think about keeping kids safe, like no one disagrees with keeping kids safe, but as this hearing went on, it went from like um, accountability from these like executives, which they're billion, like a lot of these folks are billionaires or they're multi-billion dollar executives. Like, they are well paid to run these companies and they have a responsibility towards these things. I'm obviously interested in it because like I run like a social um, platform and infrastructure. So I wanted to hear like what I should be also thinking about when it comes to this information. Um, right now there are no kids on uh, blue sky or like anyone under 18. They're not supposed to be, but future consideration type stuff, but it quickly turned into other things. So they started because the cameras are there, like they made Mark Zuckerberg get up and apologize, which has never happened in all of like Capitol Hill period. They made that man get up, turn around and apologize to the crowd. He did it? He did it. I mean, it was sincere. He was like, kind of like, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> You're trying to like, we'll figure it out and do better next time. Um, and but it was a whole political stunt. There was the Republican people. They started being even even Klobuchar, even who's a Democrat. She was going. She was saying 30 percent of fentanyl is um is sold through social media. And that's ended up in kids hands. So like ended up somehow turning it into like a war, uh, like a war on drugs argument, like and blaming the social media companies for that. Um, then it was. uh pro Hamas anti-Israel content being yes. harbored and promoted and on these platforms. They're also trying to make that argument, which is wild because Meta was like, it, there's a whole articles about how they like suppress pro-Palestinian activists, but they're for these Republican senators to be like arguing that these social media companies are promoting pro Hamas content. It's like wild. And then la the, the kicker, when I turned it off was when there was one of them who just like, he just went on this whole tirade about, <laughs> and me and Sean were talking about it too before we recorded, but he he started getting really targeted at the CEO of TikTok. And for those who don't know, TikTok is a China, is TikTok has a, an American arm, but they were founded in China. And so like they're owned by a Chinese company. And so he they kept bringing up how TikTok is an arm of the Chinese Communist Party, and he made he made a it a point to keep referencing communism, and uh, which I also find funny because people only when uh, when people want to talk bad about communism, like they'll say that like well China isn't all that communist because it has like a free market or whatever um, where it allows like free trade um, partially but control for the Chinese government, but then. Like they're super communists when you want to like talk about communism um, and say it's a risk to like uh, democracy and capitalism and shit like that. So he went on a whole tirade and then he, he got to this point where he just started. I don't know. Is this the clip, John? With the this. Yeah. So the, the dude who. 
You said today, as you often say, that you live in Singapore. Of what nation are you a citizen? Singapore. Are Senator. you a citizen of any other nation? No, Senator. Have you ever applied for Chinese citizenship? Senator, I serve my nation I'm in asked, Singapore. I, no, I, I did not. Do you have a Singaporean passport? Yes, and I served my military for two, two and a half years in Singapore. Do you have any other? Do you have any other passports from any other nations? No, Senator. Your wife is an American citizen. Your children are American citizens. That's have correct. You, have you ever applied for American citizenship? Not, no, not yet. Okay. Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean. <laughs> no. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. Again, okay. I'm Singaporean. Let me ask you some really simple. <laughs> A reminder: that, This was a this was a hearing about children's safety on social media. <laughs> I thought it was, was gotten crazy, bro. Who was the guy? Yo. First of all, Mr. Cotton is a crazy last name. Like you automatically have to be white supremacist. Like, and then the fact that he kept pushing Chinese <laughs> a Chinese nationality on this dude. Like he's like, I better. Yeah, he had to laugh like, at him, bro. He's like. He was like, yo, I'm not Chinese. <laughs> bro, like that shit wasn't going through his head. Like he had his questions written down, like, bro, I'm gonna get through, I'm gonna get through these questions. Bro. <laughs> I'm gonna get through these questions. Like, yeah. you, did you miss something? Yo. And then he like ended his his lines of questioning to be like, does the does the Democratic National uh, Convention have a TikTok account? And he's like, Yes. Do they use TikTok to campaign? Yes. Is TikTok owned by the Chinese Communist Party? <laughs> like, uh, and, then, and then he was like, so you, what you're saying is that the Democratic, the Democrats and Joe Biden are colluding with China, <laughs> <laughs> like sharing the information to China. I was like, bro, what are we doing? Yeah. So, yeah. Unseries. Oh. And what does communism have to do with child safety? Yo, Mr. Cotton got to be stopped, bro. <laughs> yo, where is he from, bro? I would have found that. I gotta, we got to do some research on Mr. Cotton. Yo, that nigga is crazy, bro. Definitely. Yo, I wanted to... It's, it's, it's Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, he's from Arkansas? And he's, yeah, he's, like, pretty known to be a racist. Yeah. Yeah, bro, you know, that's, as I said, the name, I bet. Mr. Cotton, son. Yo, we're, um, is Snapchat still on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, they still exist. Is that the people still using it? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah, people use it. Oh, shit. I I wanted to ask that question the other day, because Dom was telling me, remember, remember, I, yo, that shit would be crazy now. Remember Snapchat used to have the location shit? Yeah. We used to be able to track whose locations. Mm, oh, shit. You never, you never had Snapchat, Rudy? I had it for like a week. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yo, bro, like, oh, this is stressful. I only download Snapchat for the filters. But look, this is, <laughs> I would record my, almost like what I do with TikTok. I yeah, just record my videos and I'll take it over to Instagram. I'm going to start posting though. But, um, yeah, I used to only use it for the filters, but yeah, I remember that. That's why I think I stopped using. It. I forgot all about that shit. But yeah, I remember like you could you could you could pull up Snapchat, and it don't matter where the person that was in the world, bro. It show you like the exact address where you could like, pull up all the ass. For real, yeah, that shit is nuts. For real. Yeah, I mean, of course it was all your friends, 
But imagine like if you and your friend started beefing, you ain't taking out your friend list. You could just pull up on the ass. That shit was crazy. That's what guys are telling me. And like in, in fucking middle school, high school, niggas talk about some. Yeah, I'll see you outside, or I see you home. Like, what you mean you see me home? <laughs> Somebody pulled up on me like that one time. They have my address. Now I, guess, yeah, I do. I do remember. Um, how, how was they trying to blame the companies though for the for the for, Wait, the, and who, for the drugs? Snapchat is an American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snapchat is an American thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's not child safety. Like you only have to be thirteen to use Snapchat, and you can drop your location and stuff. Yeah, I'm saying, as y'all describe that, I'm like, that's a real child safety. I was like, someone should have, someone should have looked into that. Um, Somebody gave Snapchat. Snapchat they give me my bro, lawsuit because you, I think I still have my old account. When, when I used to, when 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 the Snapchat that John used to give me a, a notification that that one of my friends was like right around the corner from me right now or at a certain store, I'm like, what? And I remember when niggas started chasing them Pokemons. Remember the, ch- the niggas chasing them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, niggas chasing them Pokemons, bro. I was like, oh, but it was showing like niggas just popping up. Random niggas in my town and shit was just popping up and shit, chasing Pokemons and shit. I was seeing niggas at, at the cemetery and shit. I'm like, yo, this is crazy, bro. <laughs> at the cemetery is crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, they, it's not even worth it. What they trying to uh, say the executives are responsible for, and this I agree with, like, basically, like, child um child porn on their platform any kind of like harmful content that's on the platform it's actually wild because like the next day there was that i don't know if y'all heard the story uh this was probably could have been its own topic the the right wing uh, extremist dude who chopped off his dad's head uh he there was a story of a dude his dad was a works for the government his uh he's like a federal he's he's just a federal employee and he, um, the dude's like, has had run into the law before. He thought the government was out to get him. He like wrote, I think he has this like self, self-published book talking about there'll be a revolution. It'll be bloody. And he had, he went on uh, YouTube. It was, he put it up on YouTube, a video where he was just t- spilling all these like hateful, bigoted type views. And then he holds up his dad's severed head to the camera. I didn't watch the video because I don't need to see that shit. I don't need that in my memory banks. But he held it up and he's already been arrested, obviously, because it's blatant. Um, But YouTube took five hours to take it down, which I think is absurd because YouTube, whenever you upload a YouTube video, it says it does this thing where it scans for copyrights. And it's like, you would think that it's also scanning for like other things like like child sex assault material or anything like, or like something gruesome, like a severed, a person severed head. Um, and yeah, so they took five hours to take it down and it was getting thousands of views. Like it was getting reshared on Twitter and stuff like that. So that's the kind of similarly harmful content that you would, uh, you would expect that any platform that allows people to upload their own content should be res- is responsible for it. Cause they like have it held, um, but yeah, then as you can see too, these companies like they don't have good systems in place to like track this and stop it from being spread. Yeah, first time I seen uh, Saddam when I seen Saddam get hung was on YouTube. I don't know. If they, I don't know if you can still see that shit, but I remember. I remember back then the first time I seen it was on there. I feel like that's something they don't. They probably don't have like really gruesome stuff. They don't really be having on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, oh, the another one. 
because because I made me think of like the palace, the content we see with people sharing on Pal- like Palestine, they'll have like a warning, right? They do a similar one uh, with um, like child sex materials. And like they uh, one of the good gotchas during that hearing was I, forget, I think it was Ted. It was either Ted Cruz or someone sitting next to Ted Cruz who was basically like. He had they had like they had people like handing these like printed out slides as they were giving their demonstration. And one of them was a a screen for like Instagram that was like a little warning. And he was like, the warning said you're what you're about to see could contain child sex assault material. And there was two options. It was either like seek resources, but there was an option underneath that says see anyways. And so he was like. Why would you, if you're going to, if you suspect that there's child sex assault material here, why is there a button that allows someone to click see anyways? Yeah. Like in what, in what world would that like make sense? And that's one where I was like, okay, I agree with that. Like when yeah. you click like that, like that should have, it should just be hidden until someone reviews it to make sure it's not that. Right. Yeah. People can view it. Just to see it anyway. Like, what you need to see anyway? Like, like that should be immediate. Like, call, like, 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 someone should pull up on you as soon as you press that button, bro. Like, you pop up on the FBI's most yeah, wanted list what? real fast. His hands to come out the bathroom, like. <laughs> When 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 these people begin locked up for child pornography and shit like that, what is is it when they watch the shit? Somebody's coming to get them. Like, how does that shit happen? Like, is it, it is it they, like there's basically rules that says like there is no s- server or computer that you are allowed to store that information on. So mm-hmm. anything that they can trace that you connected to it or you hosted it is immediate like no conversation type shit. Um, so that's why it's like super with like these social media companies, you got to imagine like someone has that content and then they uploaded it. And when they upload it, it goes on these company servers. So that's why those companies also then become liable because now you are holding the content too. It's basically like that content shouldn't exist on the internet period. And so they just try to look back at the logs and see anybody who viewed it is like suspect. I was wondering, I had to, um, I had a, I had a favorite battle. I mean, this is this, this on the same topic, but I'm just saying, like, one of my, I just thought about it, but one of my favorite battle rappers, I don't, I don't claim him no more, but, um, he was like, he, he just, um, started, he, 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 he retired from battle rap. And then like the year that he died, that he killed himself, he just started going crazy. Like just battle rapping, like out the ass and shit. And his battle, his battles were trash. I mean, like the fuck, he's just doing this shit to get a check and shit because he still had a big name and shit. Yeah. But um, he killed himself, right? Everything was good. He had just when he battled like the week before, and um, then he killed himself like the next week. And he's trying to figure out like what the fuck happened. But um, you know what I mean? It was all sad. Everybody, shit, I was sad as shit. I posted all the videos. I met him one time and everything like that. And then to find out. He had already went to court and everything, and went, and he was the day before he killed himself. He was supposed to be going to sentencing for, um, you know, what I mean, uh, sexually assaulting minors. 
You feel what I'm saying? So they took all the, they had all his battles down and everything. I was like, oh man, this dude. So we like, they, 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 they throw his name in battle raps as this diss and shit now. But I'm just saying, like, um, it was, it was that and child pornography. He was, he was, he was facing charges for like child pornography. And, um, I'm like, what, what is it when, when you upload it? So when you upload it, you think it's like a special task force at this shit, like, like alerts and the motherfuckers just come boom like go get them like like i know how chris hansen be doing it like with the um like on the social media shit with with with, with like actually finding like predators and shit like that but i always <laughs> wonder like the people that yeah the people that actually be watching child porn and they get ran down on is it, it that's what i always wonder like was it, it a, yeah, yeah internet service provider reports all that and tracks all that information even because even if you download like even if you download a movie illegally, like their internet service provider knows it. Like, yeah, I was one of that shit too. Yeah, so they're like, that's why VPNs exist and stuff. So if you're trying to keep your information private, you can like use that. Like, if especially like if you do an activist work, you protest, like the FBI can just like tap your internet service provider to see what you've been like looking up and what you've been doing and stuff. Um, and so yeah, they do that similarly too. And that's why those people, like some of those people, like they 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 go to lengths to like protect what they they got going on because they, um, but but yeah, it's a lot of stuff. The internet is far less secure than people think it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, with well, then shit, how do snuff videos and shit be getting uploaded and we can't find them niggas? It's like like that's brother by hackers or some shit like that. You think? Wait, what kind of videos? Like snuff videos. What's up? Like snuff videos where um. You know what I'm talking about, Sean? Like they, they where, 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 uh, you never see who the person is, but they might just do some wild shit, like kill a motherfucker on camera, and it should get uploaded. They still make videos like that, right? Not videos. That's they used to call them back in the day. Well, what the stuff sound like what you're talking about is like when like that mass shooter type happened, and like they, um, the FBI always comes out and says they know about stuff. He was live streaming, but I'm talking about. Before they, yeah, it was something like that, like like with that. But he was live streaming, like, but like, yeah, somebody like that that would run around and kill somebody while he's recording the whole thing, and then just drop the video, and you never like they without no trace of who 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 did it or nothing. It'd just be a snuff video, and people be wondering if the video was real or not. You know what I mean? There's ways to keep your stuff secure, but yeah, like most people don't do it. You know, there's ways to be like 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 you said. I think you mentioned hackers. Like, there's ways to like keep yourself not detected. You just have to go to lots of different links. Uh, there's like Tor, there's like the onion router to like obscure your traffic, even though the the feds, I think, have more control over that now than they used to. There's VPNs to keep yourself private. There's like proxies you could use. Um, throw away your laptop, like all these types <laughs> of things. <laughs> Yeah, like, shit, this is about to be a motherfucking Rudy interview. Look, nigga, <laughs> what, made, what made you like get into computers like that to like going past like, all right, Skip just playing the game or or doing what I got to do on here, like really like getting involved into like knowing like how you know all that, the VPNs and all that shit and know all that. Like what made you get into that? Uh, I think, yeah, just like resourcefulness and like, it started with video games. I like wanted to just like get things that didn't, um, that's one to like skip steps in the game. Um, and so then you got to learning about modding and shit. And like, I, we, we just like, I don't know, like being broke 
growing up. Like we didn't have like, uh, there's one point, like I remember we didn't just didn't have internet access. So like I used to like hack our neighbor's Wi-Fi, and like that used to be easy to do. So it was like, I could like buy the little equipment to like help me do that and shit like that. Um, and I just, I just always be curious, being curious and like being resourceful and needing things. And then like, like, when you just like around in the neighborhood, like people start asking you to do certain things. And so it just kind of one thing leads to the next. And, and then you start learning about just like, yeah, like there's both the side of it of like, there's also just like, um, you start seeing things in the news, right? You start hearing about how like the government kind of invades your privacy and like you, um, most people like don't, I think most people don't think they need their privacy, but a lot of the times, even in activist spaces, when we talk about stuff, like people are advocating, like you should always want your privacy respected. Like, you know, it's like when a cop asks you questions and like, you may think it's harmless to like answer these, but like, A, you don't have to. And B, if they're asking you any questions, it's because they have some ulterior motive. Like they're never just talking to you for any, for no reason. And so you gotta, um, so once you just look at it like that, like, people would be like, I'm innocent. I can just like say anything to a cop or like, I'm, I'm innocent. Like no one's ever going to need to like, look at my internet history, but like, you just never know. And you want your privacy protected. And there's, there's also like, it's not just the like feds, like it could just also be like people like bad actors, whatever the case may be. Um, and so, yeah, you start learning defensive maneuvers. So like to protect your information mm-hmm. and then maybe you also just do other shit for fun. Fun and profit. Yeah, I always been I just thought I was knowledgeable like that, but then now I'd have been tapped my towel like, nah, I ain't, you know what I mean? Now, I'm, yo, bro, I used to think, <laughs> I used to think I was nice with computers and shit like that. I know nothing. Yo, wait, yo, yeah, but that, that, I learned that like a while ago. Years ago, I learned I know nothing. I can't type like shit, man. Oh, shit. I don't like that. I mean, I want, at some point, it would be really cool. Something I've always wanted to do and figure out how to do it. I feel like and it fits into like a mutual aid framework. A, like getting kids like laptops, like at an appropriate age, because I don't believe in like giving, like there's like three-year-olds with iPads and just like right. sitting on the screen all day. But like getting folks internet access, I think is really important. Um, and then getting people like more like technical skills. Because there's, there's so much stuff about just like black people that and like how we've like used technology, like first adopters of like mobile phones, first adopters of like Twitter and communication technologies, like first adopters of using the internet to like find jobs and like find resources for things. Um, mm-hmm. And- uh, Our own stuff too, create our own work. I know, I know, yes, but, I know, I know um, an organizer in Harlem that be giving out laptops and got, you know what I mean? Um, do, do laptop giveaways for the kids. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to talk to them and see what's up. That'd be dope if we could figure out. You know what I mean? I gotta figure out what, what, what all. How, how do they, how do they do this? Because she, I think she does it like, like two or three times a year, where they give her, you know what I mean, a, a whole bunch of laptops to give out, and um, for for giveaways. And uh, yeah, that'd be dope, bro. We could we could hook up with that. You know what I mean? And maybe find like some um give give like some give back, you know what I mean, to, to the people of our community. Mm-hmm. At least people on that side, that'd be dope. You know what I mean? Um 
and we got to figure out how we would do that. I mean, like find people that, you know what I mean? I, I guess that would have to be like some, we have to write it down. We can't just be out there just giving out laptops to anybody. We want people that are actually going to do something with them, not like try to sell them or nothing like that. But yeah, um, like like people, households that, that, that could use it. Yeah, that'd be dope. I'm going to see what's up with that though. That's a fire idea. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. I just feel like the internet has like helped helped me so much in all different ways and it helps with like organizing. I think there's still like a gap with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big gap, man. It's a big gap, especially yeah, like like in the black community as far as with that. That's why yeah, I think that's shit is a talent that you know all this shit like boo ask Rudy, goddamn ask Rudy. Yeah. All right, um, what's next? Somebody else got something? What you got, Don? I was just gonna recap on Stonewall. Oh. Stonewall's right. We talked about it a little bit. So yeah, but last week. At Stonewall was a riot, we turned up a bit. We marched and held space, and we also redistributed a whole bunch of resources as well as information, snacks, water, hats, gloves, and a whole bunch of other goodies and stuff like that, menstrual packs to the people, to the migrants, majority Black migrants at Tompkins Square Park. Um, last week, like I said on Unapologetic Talk, the week before we went outside and we gave out about like 25 goodie bags full of stuff. But this week we more than doubled our like care packages and goodie bags. So we had about 60, I think it was a total of 68 bags um, that we gave out. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was very beautiful. The migrants are super happy and thankful and very sweet. And a lot of our community members helped us create those care packages and Mm-hmm. gathered the resources and it was, it was beautiful it was really dope um we got rid of those bags like everything like flew so fast so fast because there's so many people there we also stopped by at the shelter nearby Tompkins square park that's one of the major hubs for migrants coming in and out of new york and traveling within the school buses and stuff and we were speaking i spoke to one of the security guards outside I was like, what is this place? Like, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh yeah. I'm like, are there migrants here? Is this a shelter? He was like, um, I forgot the name of it. What was that? What was the name of the building we went to? Was, I think it was, was, it, was right, it church? Maybe it's a church. I don't know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. If it's and the one by Tompkins Square, is it St. Bridges? St. Bridges. Yeah. St. Bridges. We stopped there and yeah, I was talking to the security guard, and he was like, yeah, the migrants are going to come out right now. So we waited around for them and lined up and everything and started handing out supplies. It was really sweet. Everybody was like, thank you so much. Like, they looked so surprised. But it was it was nice. It was very heartwarming. Yo, cool. yo, no, the best part of everything yesterday, yo, we pulled up the Tom's kid, and, and uh, the cops, there's a whole bunch of cops on us and shit. And Don's was like, all right, everybody come in. And it pulled us in, and we had to get into this little circle. And then we—I don't know what happened, yo. Somebody said something. We all looked up, bro. It was this, this thirteen-year-old boy. Oh, I, I was saying, yeah, I, just, I was like, he's yo. like twelve, thirteen years old, chewing like a sandwich, eating the beef. Yeah, he was in he there. Was, he was I, in a huddle. Like, I turned around, like, oh, hello. <laughs> like he, some random like little kid just he's came like, up. Yo. Was like. He's What's going on here? He just saw the eating, huddle. <laughs> yeah, he started eating the sandwich and shit. And uh, Sony was there, but I don't know if Sony left. Sony probably had to go to work or something. But look, um, he grabbed he grabbed his phone. So we like, hey, you can chill, you can chill. So right, so uh, Dom's going over the game plan. Like, What's going on? He grabbed the phone. He's like, hello, yo, wait, wait, hold up. 
about to go through this protest real quick. He ain't phone up, click. Yeah. Like, oh, this thing. Like, oh, shit, he's serious. Like, yeah, he's dying, bro. So then he was like, oh, I'm about to go to this protest. So he looked around and shit. And uh, Dom was like, yo, we got any volunteers that want to um, give out this food or whatever? Well, no, but Dom was like, you got anybody? We got anybody that want to volunteer? He's supposed to throw his hand. I'm like, oh, me. He's like, I'm so, volunteer. He, he didn't like, even know. Uh, he's he like, what am I volunteer he for? He's like, what am I volunteer for? Don's like, are we giving out food? That's what he said. Well, why are these cops around us? Why are these cops around us? I, oh! Everybody was like, ah. Go ask these guys. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, we, we pointed them out. Bro, Look it. at this undercover. Big Look at this undercover. Wagon. Look at 60 this. bags of food. Socks. We got we got socks. We got all that type of stuff. We got the wagon. Um, We got bags of fruit. And a bunch of cops on us. We go into the park, and now, now we got a drone over us. You know what I mean? The little boy, that, that's what I'm saying. That's the shit that trips him out because he wasn't, the little boy didn't, he missed the whole marching shit. He wasn't there for the marching. He seen a group of people outside the park with a bunch of cops around him and figured it was a protest because he seen Don's with the bullhorn. Comes up, jumps in the protest, and he finds out we're giving out food. He calls his friend up. One of his little friends come up and meet him in the park, and they both start giving out food. They gave out their whole bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he he calling while he on the on the on the phone they put the drone on us and and the drone is flying and it's right on top of our head man making that noise and shit and then we see him get on the phone again like bro we are we in the park giving out food and they got they got drones on us it's cops around you know what I mean I'm like look at this shit like, what? So wait, wait, his name was Sebastian Sebastian and Cole Sebastian yeah. and Cole shout out to them Sebastian and Cole was a, was a, was a, was a um was a, was a was a black boy but what was Sebastian Sebastian was white he was white yeah, straight or white you know what I mean maybe mm-hmm. maybe an Italian. I mean, I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, he had like a like, yeah, crazy <laughs> ass. But yo, anyway, yeah, it's straight. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, is is boom. We that's all we was doing yesterday was just giving out food. Yeah. And they had a swarm of cops. You know what I mean? And this is our second week doing this. So they see, and I told them, bro, we all see us with bags, and y'all see us like giving, like, bro, we about to give out food. Like, there's no reason for this. You know what I mean? But that, it also that exposes them. Mm-hmm. So that's the other fire part. They get exposed. Was uh Joe out there? Joel was out there. Eugene was out there. Um, somebody else really had seen from another march from who really called out. Oh yeah, to call him out. This uh, it's it's some new community affair dude. They had to bring a new community affair dude out because the other dude that used to roll with Joel, I think you Eric, remember Rudy. Eric Udet. Yeah, yeah. he's happy, right? Yeah, he's beating up on one of them Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Punch yeah. somebody. Face. So yeah, they can't bring him out no more. I told him that shit too. Like, yeah. I said, don't they you bring that bitch here. As it's a shame. Yeah, and I ain't never had a problem with dude, but shit, he yeah, <laughs> he got one now. I was like, oh, I was like, you know, you know, once once they violate, you know, you can't bring you can't bring them around. That's no more, especially the community affairs. Yeah. Um, I keep seeing yeah. on social media. That's why I asked about him. He said what? I keep seeing Joel on social media. Like people keep posting him. Oh yeah, oh, the Palestinians hate that motherfucker. Yes. Yo, bro, somebody seen a video of him last night and hit me like, yo, I want to punch this dude in the face. <laughs> it's a Palestinian cat too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they hate that motherfucker. But um, yeah, man, they um, they, 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 they I don't know that. I just feel like they expose themselves with that shit, bro. They expose themselves like, and, and uh, but uh, that's the only thing they did tell us. They did tell us that outside. Of, what was the name of the same what? St. Bridges. St. Bridges. Outside of St. Bridges, it is a community fridge that's out there that somebody put out there for the migrants. So if y'all got extra food and all that type of stuff, mm-hmm. so go out to St. Bridges. Right, um, it's right across the street from Tompkins. Um, on the side that uh, the side that is on the, the, the part that's facing Tompkins, um, they got two buildings. 
So if it's not in the, I think it's on the second building. So just, you know what I mean? Or the second, uh, shit, I don't even know. Just go in front of the same, same. Same bridges. Same bridges right across the street from Tompkins Square. And you'll see it's a community fridge sitting out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's for the migrants. The migrants, um, they, they they check it all the time for food. You know what I mean? Um, people, people. Uh, with with uh, what the mutual aid groups are doing now is if they have any leftover food, they 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 take it over there for the migrants and put it in the refrigerator, and the migrants will get it before they go inside a uh, St. Bridge and then get it on the, on the outside of coming out of there. And it's just something that they can have. Uh, so put food, uh, fruits, whatever y'all can. You know what I mean? Uh, whenever you instead of like if y'all got food and shit, you don't have to wait for a dish roll to be going on. Just go stick it in the um in the fridge or do what Dom do. Get a cart. Get a cart, make some bags, take it out there in the cart and pass it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, like they're getting they're getting used to us, a building community and stuff like that. Um, Less today, nobody nobody swarmed us. Yeah. Nobody, it was all love. I mean, they, they came in groups, but it was all love and everything. They like you know what I mean. As I said, they starting to like realize who we are and stuff like that. And they know and boom, all right, well you know they're gonna make sure everybody gets something. And that's the other thing about us being in Thompson, that that. Uh, it seemed like we were there for two hours. Both, both two times we were there, we, we've been there from four to six. But we always, uh, by six o'clock, I mean, I'm talking about both times we went, we fed everybody and we still have more food left over so people could come back and get seconds. So I just think that that's fire, bro. So, yeah. Mm. All right. What, y'all think? what do you got something else? Uh, I don't have anything per se. I was asking in the chat, like, if we were still playing that Times Square video. I don't know if it's the best transition from this topic, talking about, like, all the positive stuff, but... Um, what, 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 it's playing? What? Where? Let me see. It's not playing, but the Times Square video is the video of the cops getting jumped. <gasps> oh. What? Oh, shit. Oh, we definitely got to get into that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> you know, definitely. Let's just laugh at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's break it down. Break it down. That was funny. Yes, shit. sir. That was funny as shit. <laughs> have me, have me pause and play whenever you want. We can go back and forth. Just, oh yeah. shit! It's only Forty-five break, seconds. Break man. it down. Fight, fight analysis. <laughs> Yo, the heroes in New York. Hell yeah! I don't even know how this shit started, but look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't even see all this part. When I seen it on the news, they were just getting their ass kicked by then. Look, they getting it. Yo, did anybody hold a pause? No. Go back, go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. They grabbed the dude, the yellow, right? Let me see what he was doing before time. All right, play it now. Look at him getting behind him. Uh, he probably didn't like what the nigga was saying to him. That's why I hate. Why the cops got to walk up on cats like that? And why they hiding the video? The whole video. Yeah, this is this is from crime stoppers. They didn't show what what happened to escalate the shit. And this is what y'all got to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh. And why did it take two people? Oh my god! Hold on. Yeah. Yo, boy. <laughs> yo, that nigga. <laughs> well, his head disappeared, bro. That shit got stopped off. <laughs> no, bro, no, that no. Because the next kick is even funnier. 
The next kick is even funnier because it takes it out. That kick took his head off. Boom! Look, that shit disappeared. (laughs) That was that was a strong one. (laughs) Yo, his legs. If you watch his legs, yo, his legs came flailing up. Wow. And those those tits right there, those kind of kicks, those hurt. That's that a toe, kick was so that's powerful. A, that's a toe kick. That, that kick a, was so powerful. It took <laughs> him out. It took him out. That was a he, WWE scissors kick. That was some Ed Hardy. Like, <laughs> <Def> <laughs> Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he gave it. You said Ed Hardy <laughs> gave it the Hardy boys on that nigga. Yeah. Oh. That's not the full, yo. They, they kicked that nigga head like a soccer ball towards the end. This the full video? Let me see play, play this more, Sean. That's what I have, but I can try to find a, a fuller version quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yo, bro. That scene I see last night, yo, bro. They was taking turns, like, kicking his head back and forth. And I didn't I didn't see the um, full story, but they said they're all out, right? Without, like... Hold up, please. I'm not trying to promote people with out. But this is what I tell y'all. When they touch y'all, yo, bro, just go to jail for that day. Just, just set the example. Set the president. Don't touch me. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, them like, shits. Defend them, yourself. Defend yourself, bro, because these motherfuckers don't, don't get, you know what I mean? I don't, nah. Oh. I don't want to tell people to defend themselves, man. I these mean, motherfuckers. Yeah, don't, yo, bro, it's hard, bro, because these cops right here, yo, bro, these cops, they will, like, what, what's the what's the guy we had on the TV show? Oh, the TV, what's the guy we had on the podcast that time? Edwin. Edwin, sorry. Edmund? Yeah, Edmund. Edmund, when he got uh, fighting at the Quavo concert? Oh, no. Oh. I thought you were talking about um, Edwin. Oh, Edwin. Edwin. That was Edwin, Edwin Raven. Yeah. Not Edwin Raven, not Edwin. I know no, Edwin. Edwin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kedwin. 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 Oh, Kedwin. Kedwin. Yeah, my bad, bro. Kedwin, you watching this shit? My bad, brother. But yeah, like like, like the Kedwin case. The dude grabbed him up like this. Kedwin grabbed him back. Then it was like, boom. And I, I don't, you know what I mean? And he just kept, oh, Yeah, he was ODing. Yeah, that shit broke my heart. Yeah. I don't. I don't want. You know what I mean. And and the thing is, who's phone? Who's phone is that? Nigga, this is Miles. This yes, shit. Miles is uh last I should just come across the other. He got he getting texts or something. But yo, fucking um, yeah, they 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 would um. And the thing is, they'll 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 bro they'll you you can hit one of them and probably hurt them and all that shit. But if, if people are not recording, they don't got their cameras and shit on, bro. They about to beat the shit out you. They about to put the, the cuffs on you. And still rough you up and hit on you and shit, man. So that's the only thing. But um, and protest when we protesting, bro. If they hit you, you hit them back. Cause we there, bro. We there. We gonna back it up. We gonna record. We gonna make sure they don't jump on you. But yeah, outside of that, it's it's hard, man. I I I tell people to defend themselves, man, because you don't want to be like Tyree Nickel. You don't want to be another Tyree Nickel or any of that shit, bro. Cause these guys are are, are, are Freddie Gray. Yeah, they put Freddie. They put the cuffs on Freddie Gray. Put him in the back of the the truck in Baltimore, and when they pulled him out of the truck, he was dead. You know what I mean? So this is when you when you fight back, man. They can do some dirty shit. And now I think all the nobody got arrested for that Freddie Gray shit, right? I think them cops never got arrested. There. Uh, when they did the Baltimore riots, them cops all all them cops got off. They made it like they was gonna do something, but when the smoke cleared and shit, and everybody 
like stop protesting and that shit died down, they let them cops off. They couldn't do that with with, with Derek Chauvin, but they did they did that like this certain. That's why I said you keep pressure, and that's why I said I like, keep pressure. I'm gonna keep pressure on Daniel Penny. I, I'll be damn. He ain't even the cop. He ain't sliding off the shit. Mm-hmm. You gotta stay on these cases. And when the shit dies down and nobody forgets about it, they do what they originally was gonna do in the beginning, and they let these motherfuckers go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yo, no, on the, as far as that, the migrants, yeah, they got out and they came out on some gangster shit. And these came out to jail like this, yo, doing this to the cameras. Every camera that came up to them, so one of them niggas was like this. I don't even know what the fuck that is. But, yo, it was, yo, they came out the courthouse lit, yo, like ain't shit happened, yo. I was like, yeah, no, here they go, here they go. Yeah. <laughs> My niggas came out lit, son. <laughs> Yo, and you had to hear, you had to hear the, the news announcers. They was like, yo, bro, they were like pissed the fuck off. Like, oh, who are these guys think they are? They, <laughs> they coming into our, they said they coming into our city, eating all our food, taking our shelter. And I'm like, bro, shut your punk, punk ass up, rich white woman. And nobody, you ain't never seen one of these migrants in real life, probably, yo. You motherfuckers, what? y'all in the, in the, in the, you know what I mean? The, the nice parts of town, y'all won't even see these motherfuckers. With no bail. Yo. No oh, bail. My that was honestly the most, that was the hardest thing to ever happen, I think, in like, at least in 20, in the 2020s decades, like, to stomp out a cop and then come out of jail with your middle fingers. <laughs> that shit again, I said, this was the hardest shit I've seen in the last four years. <laughs> Revolutionary Yo, shit. what? This could have sparked something up. Son, he kicked that nigga head off. That just that one stop. I was like, oh, I wish, yo, bro, I wish I was that nigga for one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just like walking down the street. That shit popped off, and I went down with them niggas. Like, nigga, we get down this shit like tomorrow, nigga. <laughs> wow. Yo, they turned up on them niggas. Y'all loved it. I loved it. But what was this? Oh, the thing I was saying. This was apparently the NYPD did like an on the clock protest in response to uh, them getting out without like on bail or whatever, or like without yeah. bail, like getting released. Yeah. Oh, sure. a protest? On sure. duty? Oh, no, 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 Yes. Got the NYPD doing protests. Those niggas protesting. They got their ass up. Yo, bro, I got jokes. I'm going outside. I'm going outside. I got jokes. Yeah, I got jokes for these niggas, son. Yo, I heard y'all was protesting last night. Yeah, I was protesting. <laughs> oh, y'all joined the protest too? Look. Y'all here trying to join the revolution. Hey, bro, I could have got y'all some justice. Why y'all ain't call me? <laughs> <laughs> Hit yeah. up New York's chief of 
So I told y'all, bro. I think I said last, last, last show though. I said the virus is going to bring the revolution. So we gotta let them niggas cross that border. Let them, yo, they're gonna bring it, bro. They're gonna bring it because they have no respect for these niggas, and that's gonna it's gonna be contagious too. Yeah, damn. I'm, ah, I feel like a migrant today. That's why I'm gonna come outside today. <laughs> That's why I'm going to go outside and run down on the couch like I feel like a Margaret today, nigga. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right, let me stop while I get in trouble. Yo, look. All right. Uh, got- <laughs> <laughs> the cops said whose streets are streets. <laughs> yo, the cops are crazy, yo. Oh, man, they had a protest. The nigga said, "No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace." <laughs> uh, yo, instead of on, instead yo, of saying bro. no NYPD, they what, said the what, NYPD. The what, white. Where they gonna come outside and chant? They had to play nothing but sirens. <laughs> they said NYPD and white supremacy. That's what they said. I said, "Yo, we gonna play siren. We pull up on a protest, like nigga. I'm protesting for y'all. <laughs> I'm protesting for y'all too." <laughs> Pull up with the shit. Yo, shit. Oh, shit, Doc. Wait a minute. <laughs> shit hurt my ear. All right. Yo. All right, man. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to get ready for the protest, yo. Now we got anything else, and that's it. So I cried on that one. I don't know if y'all see shit. <laughs> that shit funny as hell. I ain't know the niggas is protesting. Now we don't see it at all, bro. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me with that information. I didn't. I did not know the cops was protesting. Yeah, yo, that's, that's funny crazy. shit. As I was I'm like, yo, the way the Margaret's did y'all, bro, it wasn't right. If I didn't know y'all was protesting last night, I'd been there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Damn, that's two great videos I've seen. Margaret's whooping the cops' ass and the, and the cops had to protest. They got, <laughs> and the cops had to protest. They had to protest that ass whooping. It wasn't right. Yeah, it was unfair. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's unapologetic talk. Yeah. Yeah. We good with that? Oh, call outs. Oh, yo, bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah, get out of here, Rosie. <laughs> yo, um, oh, Rudy. Call outs. Do the mutual aid. Hit us with the mutual aid, man. We the people at NYC. We doing all three distros. Should I shout out all three distros? Yeah. All three of them. All three. All three of them. Yeah. First of all, we the people up to three distros. One to three real quick. Um, practicing mutual aid all across the city. New York City from Bed-Stuy, Harlem, Tompkins. Um, so you already know, uh, providing hot food and clothing every week to our neighbors, building community. Um, one o'clock for as long as supplies last on Thursdays and Saturdays. Thursdays, we are at our Bed-Stuy location where we started at, Fulton and Nostrum. Um, and then on Saturdays, we are over at, in Harlem, um, 125th in Lexington. Harlem. Harlem shaking. And then on Mondays, um, for the indefinite future, um, supporting the migrants in Tompkins Square. That starts at 4 o'clock? Yeah, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. We'll be out there. So, uh, participate, support, hit up the Instagram if you, you want to um, join up and learn about different teams you can join. Um, yeah, support our work. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said earlier, 
Catch us every Thursday at Stonewalls of Riots. Usually we rally from 5.30 to 6. But just look out for the flyer. Follow our Instagram. Come outside and help us. Last past two weeks, we mixed our mutual aid with activism. And we started curating care packages to hand give out to the community. So, I don't know. We might we might do that again. We might do that again. I mean, the people in Tompkins Square Park, the migrants, specifically the Black migrants, they need a lot of help. So, you know, this is like all hands on deck. So as, as much resources as we can get, we are going to try to get and gather. So then we can do another one of those. But yeah, just stay, stay in tune. Look for that flyer and come outside, community. Yeah. Uh, um, fall of February, I'm going to, no, not tomorrow, not tomorrow, not Saturday, but uh, next Saturday, Saturday, February 10th, I'm going to be marching just for the month of February. Got to march for Black History Month. Tough. Um, I think I might be pig hunting. I think it might be pig hunting. I'm guaranteed I'm pig hunting. I gotta, I gotta shake these punks up for real quick. So uh, set the tone. I usually set the tone every year or beginning of the year, so these cops can get off our ass. Um, that's yeah. So that's on the tenth. I have a flyer. So uh, definitely. Either way, bro, I have a flyer. Y'all will see it before before then. Huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh hopefully y'all pull up for that. Um and that's that's about it. it's crazy, bro. I'm up here looking at it because I was trying to tell y'all the date I was gonna march. But then I'm like looking at the dots and shit that's on the calendar. And um it's crazy that all right, so Black History Month is the shortest year. We already know that, right? But uh I mean shortest month. But Bro, we got to share that shit with President's Day. <laughs> that shit trash, bro. It's always been trash. But all right, Rudy, uh, plug in, plug in the Black Sky. Talk. Yeah, Black Sky, building the Black Social Network on Blue Sky. Um, yeah, just uh, creating Black community. Um, and yeah, check us out, man. Uh, having a lot of having a lot of fun on Black History Month. Um, Black Sky recently got accepted into the Digital Ocean hatch startup program so we got some funding we're gonna be around um and yeah still growing still doing things um hit up black hit up uh black sky web xyz or if you're on blue sky you can just search in the custom feeds search for black sky we out here and plug sony quick plug sony quick and i want to i want to plug i want to plug one more thing I want to plug my business, my beauty business, as of the start of Black History Year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, follow Black Creative. Support Black-owned businesses. Shop small. Shop locally. Support your, you know, like creatives because this is this is our income. This is my only source of income. You know what I'm saying? I do a lot. I'm offering some sales for this month, the month of February. So check that out. Yeah. And Sony. Oh, Sony. Yeah. Oh, our, where, where Sony, Sony still here? No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Y'all better check Sony out on, on the gram. Um, well, Sony's tag will be down there. Um, and a great photographer. Um, also a team member, um, with We The People, been with We The People since the beginning. Um, yeah, be on the lookout for Sony. And, and, uh, yeah, Sony's photos and, oh, Sony, Sony do. Yeah, safety. Sony, yeah, Sony does. If you want your Sony do do sessions where you know what I mean, photography you can sessions. get your uh, photography session or with with Sony. So um, 
these are some of Sony's pictures right here. Um, look and check check them out and uh, hit Sony up. You know what I mean? If you want to get a session done, fire. Talk. Yeah. And that been, oh, and don't forget to check out Sony's color series. They have a whole photo color coded category catalog. So go check that out. Go check that out for Black History Year. Talk. Yeah. And it has been unapologetic. Talks. Talks. Yeah. <laughs>